and welcome to the Creating Your Best Self podcast. This is David N. Johnson. And this is T. LaVon Lawrence. And this very first episode is more of a, I don't want to use the word experiment, but definitely it's going to be something that's going to decide what our platform is going to be going forward. The topic of this first episode is balancing success. And T. and I spoke about this. Uh, and chose this topic because one of the things that we're going to be focusing on in this entire podcast series is about becoming your best self, hence the name, but all about how you balance success because there really are four parts to success where where most people, uh, they really focus on the monetary aspect of it and they decide whether or not they're successful based off how many uh, how many zeros they have in their bank account. But there's a lot more to it than that. So the four parts that we're talking about today um, and we're only going to get into each section uh, very, very briefly, maybe 10, 15 minutes or so to kind of give you an idea of what we're going to talk about. Um, but I think it'll be enough to kind of give you a clear picture of what the overall direction that this podcast is going to take. So those four parts are relationship, health, spirituality, and monetary. Now, monetary obviously is the one that we all think about when we think about success. Woo-hoo. And so – <laughs> right. So <laughs> <I'm> serious, bro. <laughs> right. And, and 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 just and just so you know, T, this, this is not where we're going to start off at. We're gonna we're gonna get to that part last. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get to that part last. And there's a reason for that because because all these other things that we need to talk about go into helping you create those zeros in your bank account. Right. So it's exactly. not just the monetary part of it. And so, it makes it worth it too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, and the reason this is called a balancing success because I kind of see it. I see it this way. So I see it like right now I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I'm sitting behind my desk and I'm sitting in a chair. Um, and this chair, uh, think about a chair with, with four wheels. Um, I'm sorry, mine have wheels on it, but four legs, right? So <laughs> office chair. This is an office chair. So maybe don't think about my chair. Um, but think of a traditional chair that has four legs. Each leg represents uh, a part of success. The first part would be your relationships. Second part would be your health. Third part would be your spirituality. And the fourth part would be monetary. So if you have all four legs, it's obviously really, really easy to sit in that chair, right? You're comfortable. You don't have to worry about it. Now, remove one of those legs. Let's say, let's say, let's remove the relationships from your life, right? Now you have monetary, you have health, and you have spirituality. Yes, you can sit on a three-legged chair, but if you kind of lean towards one side, you'll start to kind of They'll start to kind of tip a little bit. And you know what I mean, right? Well, you won't feel secure. I know that much. Right. You've probably done it before where maybe you were leaning back on two legs in your chair and you, that for a second you think you're going to fall over and your heart stops. Uh, <laughs> right? So that's yeah. The, right? So that's the kind of thing that will happen. So so let's remove another one, right? Let's just, let's remove another another leg. Let's remove health, right? So now all you have is just, you know, your monetary and, say, your spirituality, right? doesn't matter which two, but those are the two that you have. And you can still sit on a chair with two legs, but you're having to support yourself really hard. You have to put your legs down. Maybe you have to hold onto your desk or something to keep yourself from falling over. It takes a tremendous amount of effort to stay up. Well, you right? have to compensate. Exactly, right? And it's and then, straining. Yeah, very straining. And it puts a lot of lot of strain on yourself. So let's remove another one. Let's say you let's say you remove your spirituality uh, and all you're left with is just monetary. That's the only thing that you're working on, right? How hard is it to sit in a chair with one leg? It is near impossible. Can you imagine the amount of effort that would take, T? 
man, let me tell you something. If you can do that, Ringling Brothers wants just wants to talk to you. So, <laughs> right. So, uh, so this podcast is all about teaching you how to put those legs back on your chair, reinforce them, so that so that success becomes something that you that you see or that you feel and that you that you have instead of it just be something that you wish for. But that comes down to having those four those four elements, right? Relationships, health, spirituality, and of course, monetary. So all of those things are super, super important. So let's go ahead and get into each one of those um, uh, quickly. So the first part is relationships. Now, relationship is, is something that's very important. I mean, I have talked with a lot of people, and you, you've heard the term hustle gurus out there that talk about spending – Hey, you want to you want to work 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Right. And I definitely understand. And I know T will definitely understand about putting those kind of hours in. But at the end of the day, when you burn out, what do you have? I mean, you don't have your health because you've been you've been cramming you've been cramming burgers down your throat all the time. Right. Or you don't donuts. have donuts. <laughs> donuts. Right. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Coffee. Now, we're, now we're talking. Where's my, where's my Krispy Kreme? So Red Bull. <laughs> Red. There you go. Right. So or you don't have those relationships to lean back on because because maybe you have uh, maybe maybe your relationship just hasn't been as important as, you know, monetary. Or if you're like us guys where you focus on just making the money that maybe maybe you're, you're not focusing on the relationship of, with your wife. Right. Or, or your husband or whomever it is. But you're not focusing on that. And so you don't have that person to lean on. So relationships are very, very important. And there are four there are four main types of relationships that you want to take a look at. And that's family. Right. So that's. That's your, your, your husband, that's your wife, that's your brother, your sister, that's, those are your kids. Uh, then you have friendships, right? So those are, your, those are people maybe you grew up with or maybe people who you hang out with, people you unwind with on the weekends. Uh, then you have your acquaintances, right? So your acquaintances are those people that, that are in your life. Maybe you work with them. You don't know them you know, really well, but they're still, they're still important because they're there and you do talk with them. Um, and then you have your, your romantic relationships, right? Uh, so your romantic relationships, obviously, and I mentioned, I mentioned your wife and your family really should be under romantic relationships, but that's, you got to really think of that relationship, your, your marriage and kind of a different type of relationship, right? Um, it's more, it's really more than, more than friendship, more than family, right? It's, it's, it's something that is, is very, very important. Um, and it's something that I have spoke a lot about and I don't want to, I don't want to belabor this point too much. Um, but uh, we we do uh, both T and I actually wrote a lot of topics on um, how to be a committed husband. And you can always go check that out at committedhusband.com. Now this podcast isn't meant to be a uh, a commercial for anything, uh, so you can check that out. It's great. Or at least I think it's great. So you can definitely good check stuff. that out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. So four types of relationships: family, friendships, acquaintanceships, and romantic relationships. So when you are focusing on increasing uh, your success. You have to look at the relationships in your life. You have to take time away from, especially the monetary aspect of all of this, to to strengthen your relationships, right? Because because each each relationship will increase your well-being, right? Because uh, each person, whether they're family, friendship, acquaintance, or emotional relation or romantic relationship with you, they create they create different responses in you, right? Uh, and those different responses they they help you grow in ways. That you could never ever grow by yourself. Um, I think it was, I think it was Jim Rohn that says you are a combination of the five people you hang out with the most. 
Absolutely. He said that he can say uh, he can look at the five people you hang with and predict your life. Absolutely. So the people that you hang out with have have uh, I mean, they, they they definitely predict how your life is going to be. So it's important that you that you focus on building those relationships in your life. And a long time ago, and T actually told me this when him and I first met. Geez, how long has it been now? I mean, it's been, what, 15 years? Oh, my God. I know I wasn't gray when I first met you. Now no. I'm all gray. <laughs> yeah, same here. I just I'm I'm finally growing a beard after 40 years, and I'm finding out that it's gray. So my time to cut that thing off. Oh, you didn't know, huh? <laughs> no, I was like, what? Um, so this happened a long time ago. I, I think he was actually having this conversation. He's he's probably going to be surprised that I even remember this. Um, but he actually has a conversation. I want to say with my with my oldest son. Um, and he says he says to get from point A to point Z in your life, your life is going to have to go through a set of filters. And so once you go to point B. All the things that you did at point A will not be able to go with you to B and to C and to D. So um, it's one of those things I've always thought about and thinking about that. And, and those people that you have to kind of filter out of your life are those people that aren't going to help you to get to where you need to be in your life. So That's right. Mm-hmm. When, you, as, when you get to a butterfly, you're not taking that casing with you once you break out of it. All right. Very true. Very true. And so those people that you need to bring with you are the people that are going to help you grow and become the person that you need to be, right? Because relationships hold us together when when the stress of our lives want to tear us apart, right? So when when stress and anxiety of the job or or your business or whatever it is that you're doing, it's it's those it's, it's those relationships in your life that is going to help you get to that next point, right? So be so choose those relationships, you know, wisely because without relationships, we really can't connect with who we really are inside. We need those relationships. So focus on your relationship. Don't just focus on the monetary aspect of it. Um, uh, and, and, and guys, I'll talk to you because I'm, 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 I'm a man. I'm a married, married man. And one of the things that I have done in the past is I have focused too much on chasing that dollar because my thought process was, okay, I want to give my wife and my children as much, um, as, much as, as much as I can give them more than I ever had um, and that's great. But one of the things that I've learned, that's is a very that, compelling feeling, man. And it can, it, it can send you off on the wrong path. So if you're not careful, oh, you, that is, you, that is, it, it's the one thing that's moving me even right now. It, it really is, especially with this uh, pandemic going on. Oh. Uh, and you've got economic calamity, you know, people are risking economic calamity and whatever's, there's a lot of things that are driving men pressure right now, whether on lockdown and quarantine, uh, and they're thinking the solution is to make more money to get out to get out there and hustle as soon as possible. Uh, and I, I, I guarantee you, a bunch of men right now are tempted uh, to forget balance and chase that one thing just to make up lost ground. Right. Oh, very true. And and, and there's a you know and there's and there's a problem with that, right? Because when you look at when you look at your life and you look at what's most important, like if you if you had absolutely zero. If you lost your job today, what are you able to lean back on? And I understand there are a lot of men and women that are facing that very real reality right now, today. They're feeling it. But if when we don't have the money, what do you have to, to, to fall back on? How are your relationships? How's your health? Right? And we'll talk about that in just a minute. I'm talking about mental and physical health. Right? How is your spirituality, which doesn't necessarily mean religion, right? All of that stuff is important, right? Because you, when you remove one of those legs from the chair, the other three legs have to work that much harder to help support that missing leg, 
So well, all four of the things that you mentioned are to help complete your life and to bring you joy as you're sharing joy with others. And when it comes to relationships and health and spirituality and money, even in times like these, if you if you're if you're tempted to to get onto one thing at the expense of the others, you're going to miss out on the joy, because if there's no joy coming in from the money uh, uh, leg of the chair, you're going to have to get your joy from the other three areas. And the easiest place to want that to get that support to help you make it through these hard times is in your relationships. That's where you're going to get that support. That's when you where you're going to get that pat on the back. Uh, that you can do it. The stuff you need is going to come from relationships. It's not going to come from um, money because you're not, you know, if you, especially right now, if you're hustling to try to keep from losing everything you have uh, and you got no relationships, well, there's a big hole in your life and you got nothing to fill it. Right. For it, sure. Yeah, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, joy. I mean, that's so very important. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I think as us men, we, we look at money um, at least providing for our family as something that brings us joy. Right. And it does. It brings me joy to know that I provide for my wife and my children, that I'm able to give them things that I never had when I grew up. However, I also know that my wife, my wife would rather have my time than my money. And so this is why it's very important to have these conversations with your significant other. Right. And really talk with them, because at the end of the day, yes, they like the money, but they want you. And this is why relationships are so very important. Exactly. And you mentioned uh, the on the types of relationships, you mentioned the family, friendships, acquaintances and romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only you know, when you got the four legs of uh, the chair of success, you got four legs and all four are supposed to bring you happiness if you approach them with attention and commitment. And in relationships themselves, you have four areas from which to get that joy and to get that happiness. OK, right. Uh, so when one when any of the other legs are not doing so well, the relationship aspect of the chair is where you can compensate because you got four areas where you can get your joy, where you can pour your attention to help make your life better. That that includes uh, uh, family, friendships, acquaintances, and, and, and that sort of thing. So it, it's a really, to me, it's the best of the four because you, that's where you're going to get most of your joy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, you and said you've you, been an example of that for the last 10, 15 years to me. So, uh, yeah, well, well, thank you. Um, I try. Right. So, um, and I know from a friendship standpoint, I've been bringing you joy that whole time. So, oh yeah. Cool. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, as I watch your beard get grayer and grayer, it brings you joy <laughs> until I see mine and not so much. <laughs> um, but you know, I want to, I want to talk about a word that you, that you said, um, intent relationships take intent. In fact, your health, your health takes intent, right? Um, not only that, but spirituality, it all takes intent. So it's really easy to get stuck in one of these, uh, but, to under, but to have a more balanced approach to life and balancing your life, you have to take, you have to be intentional with it. You have to set goals. You have to plan for it. You have to plan for the things that you want in life and be in, be in, and have a, a level of intention and mindfulness towards your relationships, or, or you're going to be missing that leg that you will need uh, going forward. So um, looking at the time, let's let's go into health. So um, health. Health is one of these things, T, that is is it's, it's a, it, it really is essential for success. It is essential. But it's one of those things that is so very easy to overlook, especially when you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And it's just easy just to grab that hamburger or throw something else down and go, OK, well, you know, I'll 
uh, you know, and I've known people that say, well, you know what? I'll worry about my health when I have a, when, when I have my first heart attack. What? Right. So people actually think that way. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. Um, a heart attack isn't a warning sign to slow down. A heart attack is a warning <laughs> sign to stop. Right. So you need to you you need you need to pump those brakes before that. And and this is something that really strikes home with me because for the longest time, you know, I put a lot of weight on a lot. Um, and over the over the past year or so, I've lost I've lost over 100 pounds because I, I started focusing on my health and. Incidentally, I'd like to say that you don't have to focus on one, these one at a time because that's the problem, right? When you look at joy that T mentioned, you look at success. Success is all of these things wrapped into one. It's not just one. So when you're creating your goals, you have a goal for health. You have a goal for relationships, spirituality, and, of course, the money aspect of it. You want to look at it that way and take a holistic approach to your life because you want to plan your life. So uh, psychologically speaking, uh, it's very, very difficult to push ahead and maintain a sense of fulfillment, you know, when you're unhealthy, both physically and mentally, right? So yeah. you can't push forward. Um, and it's really hard to be fulfilled because I, I had, I've had a lot of, you know, monetary success in life, um, less than some, more than others, you know, but I wasn't taking care of my health. Right. But at the end of the day, when I started getting healthy and I'm still getting healthy, I still have some room to, room to go and I'm working on that. But but when I started getting healthy and the weight started shedding off, I started noticing that, well, I am happier. Right. I started noticing that 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 that, that everything is just is just better stuff that you kind of took took for granted. Right. Well, let um, me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. As you increased your health, did it in turn uh, impact the relationships themselves? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it. Uh, yes. Uh, not only the relationships, but even even monetary, right? I mean, it, it impacted it big time. Um, because one thing is, me and my wife were getting healthy together, right? And so we did this together, and my children, right? So we all kind of went on this journey together, and it was something that we planned for, something that we set goals for together, and it really helped. It really, really helped that relationship. And my wife saw that not only was I focused on the money. And building our relationship, but I was focused on being in that relationship long term because now I'm focusing on my health. Uh, and if you had not focused on your health, uh, eventually that would too impact your money and your relationships. Uh, very, very true, right? So, um, so it's really easy to focus on that monetary stuff, um, and you know, you just you just want to, you just want to focus on on it all, right? So, and one thing to remember um, about this whole thing is that health is more than just physical. Right. So there is yeah. much more to it than than how much weight you carry around the middle, so to speak. Right. Because <laughs> stress is what stops most people from getting what they want out of life. And we're going to talk about this when we talk about monetary. But uh, what you'll learn is that as stress increases, it becomes increasingly harder to be successful, not only uh, with work and adding those zeros to your bank account, but also into your into your relationships. Because if you can't get healthy mentally, you cannot have the kind of relationships um, that you need to have because you're not healthy enough to, uh, you know, to have that back and forth, to have that kind of relationship that is needed to take that relationship that transcends from an acquaintance up into, you know, marriage or or, or, or friendship, or you, you'll you'll miss all of that because you can't you can't get past the stress of things. Well, you're low energy if you're not healthy, and if you're low energy, of course that's going to impact your relationships. Uh, you're going to feel bad. Remember, we were talking about how relationships bring joy. Uh, to each of the, the four legs. Well, health 
brings joy, a higher level of joy to everything. Because if you don't feel good, nothing feels good. Very true. Very, very true. So, and I can, and I'm, I'm a living testament of that. Uh, just as you know, you've, I've personally witnessed you go through this health transition and watched you drop entire sizes and you look amazing. But I've also seen your energy level go up. And at the same time, I've lost some weight myself and I'm an older guy and, and it's easy for me to carry it around the middle. Losing weight makes me feel better. I can get up earlier in the morning. I can last longer when working. I feel better when doing what I need to do. Uh, and I feel better when dealing with other people. When I'm not feeling good, I don't want to deal with other people. It doesn't matter if it's family, friends, or anybody else. Health is important. Ah, very, very true. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's something that we all battle. Um, it's one of those things that is really, really easy to overlook because everything just tastes so good, especially the stuff that you're not <laughs> supposed to be eating, right? Especially the stuff you cook. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about the smoker for a little while. No, no. Maybe, maybe, maybe another time. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that's health. And that's something that we will be talking about in future um, episodes. I forgot to mention relationships, too. So, again, going forward, think of this as kind of like the hub of what this podcast is going to be about. Um, first part, relationships, health, and the third part, which is going to be spirituality, right? And I've learned that we can either blame life for the hands that we are dealt, we can, we can fold them, or we can even walk away from it, or we can rise to the occasion, we can learn from that defeat, and we can take full ownership of the trajectory that our lives are taking, right? So spirituality doesn't necessarily mean religion. Now, I'm a Christian. And religion is a big part of what my spirituality is, but spirituality is more than just that, right? It is, it is your connection to the moment, right? It's your connection with others. Um, it's your connection with, with nature and the things that are going on around you. But most of all, you must learn to connect with who you are, with your center. You got to know your place uh, in the world and, and how it kind of all fits together. So one of the things that I really, we've really wanted to focus on when it comes to this podcast, and we've, you know, we, we've kind of bounced around the names of this podcast uh, uh, quite a bit. And, you know, uh, one of the things I, I hit on is, I, you know, I was sitting there in an in a airplane a couple years ago, and we've all heard it, you know, put your own oxygen mask on first before you help someone else. And, yeah. and I got to, right? And so I got to thinking, is like, that's so true. I mean, you can't, I, I think it's important. I think we are, I think that we should, we should work to become our best self so that we can then teach others how to be their best self. And well, explain a little bit about the uh, putting your own oxygen mask on first. Why do, they, why do you think they tell people to do that? Well, I mean, because if, 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 if you're trying to put someone else's oxygen mask on, you may, you may run out of oxygen before you're able to help them. So you want to help yourself so that you can help other people. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly, exactly. And, and, Right. And that's what this podcast is. It's all about empowering you to be the best version of yourself. It's about creating the best you. Right. Because that's what it is. It's something that you create. Right. So. So once you know who that's why it's important to know who you are and to look to look internally with these things. Right. Um, spirituality is kind of all about being being part of a, of, of a higher calling. It's about being aware of your part to play. In, in the world and actually playing it, right? So it's about finding your meaning in who you are. And I really, I, I'm, I'm a strong believer um, in, and, and we are, I mean, we're a very, very social species, but I'm a really strong believer is that the, is that the strong 
should help the weak, right? Um, and I don't mean, I'm not talking about an appropriation of money where you should take and give all your money to, away to people. I'm, I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm not being political about that. What I'm saying is that is that I think that we need to be the strongest version of ourselves so that we can help equip other people also be the strongest version of their selves. And then well, it, that's how right. you, that's how we make the world a better place. That's the whole uh, to me, the importance of spirituality in in that you become the example, the light for others to follow. And, you know, whatever your belief system, uh, the whole point is that. You work on yourself. You put your own mask on first or you remove the moat from your own eye. Uh, get your act together so that you can serve an example. Get somebody else lifted without putting in much effort on that person because all they got to do is see you doing it. And then that inspires them, which helps make the world a better place. Matter of fact, uh, in my uh, learning of spirituality is that you're pursuing it in the first place. You're pursuing and creating your best self is the very act of you improving the world. Absolutely. You know, you know, it's funny. I, T and I have had this conversation um, offline. Obviously, he was sitting in my kitchen. What uh, right, right, right before the whole lockdown happened. Um, he is, he lives in Florida. I live in Jersey. Um, and he was we were sitting in the kitchen. And one thing I was talking about is how uh, when I first started on this journey. Um, and really wanted to reach out and start blogging more and doing, doing you know, podcasts and videos and doing all this stuff where I didn't do it for the longest time because I think my goals are so lofty that I felt almost embarrassed by them because I wanted to, I wanted to start a movement of people that do exactly what T and I are talking about, a, a movement of people who are working to be the best version of themselves and then, and then want to help other people to do the same. And then th that person will then in turn want to help other people do the same. Um, and I'm like, you know what? This is a this is too big of a movement for one person. But you know, if you look back at history, at all the movements out there, all the, they always started with one person. They all started with an idea, with a spark. I mean, you look one at one courageous you know, person. One courageous person. That's all it takes. And so, um, and in both of us, even even felt like, you know, are we the are we the person? Are we the people uh, to actually? push these messages out there. I mean, who are we? Now, I didn't really want to get into this first episode about who we are. Um, you know, we'll, we'll put some bios online and maybe through the course of the series, we'll tell more and more maybe about, about our history, where we came from, why we think the way that we think. Um, I, I do believe that we have a lot to share, um, not because we think we're smarter than anybody, because, you know, we've we've, we've seen a lot. We've, we've worked with a lot of people. We've read a lot. We've studied a lot. There's a lot of things that we have that we that we have seen collectively um, that I believe will help a lot of other people become the stronger version of themselves. And this this podcast, the committedhusband.com that we talked about earlier, um, and, and the other blogs and stuff that, that T and I are doing, this is our spirituality. This is how we connect with the larger part of this. So focus on spirituality as a part of your success journey because it's gonna it's gonna be an important part. This is what's going to this is what's going to drive you. Um, and in a minute, I'm actually going to kind of go back to spirituality once we get into the whole money aspect of this thing. Uh, but don't overlook spirituality and the importance of it on who you are, because it helps keep you it helps keep you grounded. If I might mention, I think that it's a perfect thing to follow uh, the monetary aspect with spirituality. It'll keep you on the right path. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. So so monetary. Right. So so again. So we talked about relationships already. We talked about um, health. 
We talked about spirituality. Now let's talk about money, right? This is this is what we all think about when we think about success, right? So however, if you if you want to achieve the level of monetary success that you crave, then you have to take a balanced approach to maintaining it. And one one the very first part of this I want to say, and this is the part that I'm saying is going to lead back to spirituality, is that motivation is so totally overrated, right? So what you need to do is you need to find your commitment and the motivation will follow. What are you committed to do? What are you willing to give up in your life, right? No, you are not willing to give up your relationships. No, you are not willing willing to give up your health. No, you are not willing to give up your spirituality. Other things, what are you willing to give up, right? What are you willing to sacrifice to get what you need? You need to find your commitment, whether it's to take care of your family. Now, again, this is the part that we get stuck in as men. Sorry, ladies, just for a second, because I'm a guy, so I got to speak it from my point of view is we get stuck, and, and I said this already, but I think it bears repeating, we get so stuck in trying to make money that we forget the importance of those relationships. So you cannot forgo your relationships, but what else will you? can you give up? I mean, can you give up every weekend playing golf? Sure, right? I mean, I personally had some hobbies that I put off learning, some 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 kind of geeky stuff that maybe we'll talk about later, you know, <laughs> you know, but there's something that I that I enjoyed in and I gave it up for I'm giving it up for a time because there's other things that I want to do, other things that that are more important, right? Well, so the things you're looking minute. to do are the things that are also going to bring you joy. I mean, we we use the term sacrifice and we might use a, the phrase, you know, what are you willing to give up? Um, it reminds me of uh, something that Zig Ziglar said years ago, one of the first goal setting instructions I've ever heard. He's like, uh, you don't pay the price for success. You pay the price for not being successful. And and that's one of the things we want to make sure we emphasize, too. Uh, uh, Brian Tracy talked about the law of displacement. When, when David says, you know, what are you willing to give up? Basically, he's saying, what are you willing to? to set aside in order to bring the thing that you that will really make you happy to the forefront. You go, you're talking about a change of where you're directing your attention. OK, mm-hmm. so what are you willing to go? You're going to if you're going to give more attention to to, a you know, something on one of the legs of the chair. OK, uh, what are you willing to displace? Like for, for me, one of the hardest thing I love playing Grand Theft Auto 5 on Xbox and PlayStation. OK, but in order for me to, to get work done, I can't play Grand, State, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 when I'm supposed to be out trying to make money or if I'm out trying to supposed to be networking with someone who's going to show me how to get ahead in my career. Uh, there's some things you just have to give up. And that may include, again, we talked about health. What are you willing to give up in your health habits that, you know, to fulfill yourself? Uh, because you're going to have to do something to make more money, which is going to require more energy and everything else. So, yeah. You, you, you're going to have to do a sacrifice. Motivation is overrated. You need a commitment, something that's going to make you do or encourage you and inspire you to do what you need to do. And it has to be so inspiring that you're willing to give up something else for it without missing that other thing. Right. Absolutely. Right. It overshadows those parts of your life. You, you forget that you even gave them up. You just forget all about it. Dude, you're really great at that. I mean, when you told me, remember uh, uh, last year you said, I'm going to give up grilling and and uh, and, and do a uh, vegan lifestyle. Now, me, that would have been really, really hard. But you had in mind what you were going to get out of that decision. Mm-hmm. Okay. And matter of fact, you were talking about intent. 
Uh, I, and one of the things when I heard that, I'm like, how in the world does he do it? How you get up every morning and maintain that one intent so that you do it every day? It's amazing because the next time I saw you, dude, you looked like half the guy I saw before, you know, and that's something I really admire. Yeah, yeah. It just, you know what? I think that's because I found my commitment, right? Because before I, I was so commit, I was so focused on just making the buck that I really wasn't worrying about what I was eating about my health. I'm like, you know what? My bills are paid. I have a, I have a roof over my head. Things are going good. I, I don't need to worry about that right now. Or, or I knew I had to worry about it, but it was so far in the back of my mind. There were so many other things piled on top of it that mm-hmm. I really didn't see it for the importance that it was. But once I started digging through it all in my mind and I dug to it and I picked it up, you know, th- that diamond in the rough, so to speak, I looked at it and go, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's important. That's valuable. I need to look into that. And, that, and, that's, and that's really what, what, I'm, what I'm in. And, and, and again, really focusing on um, my wife and my family, especially my wife. We've been together now for 21 years, and uh, which is more than half of my life now because I, I turned 40 last year. So um, it's, been, it's been one of those things that have been, have been really important to me, but it's all about finding uh, what you're important. So going back to something else you said, T, is um, it was important is to never settle for less than what you desire. I see it many, many times, right? I grew up very, I grew up very poor. Um, I, I was homeless. For How a number poor of years. were you? <laughs> <laughs> Very poor. Right. So, uh, I was homeless, right? I I've lived in the, sh- the, the homeless shelter growing up, growing up in, in uh, a senior, a senior in high school. Right. So I've, I've, I've been through this. I know what it's like in, in, I've seen people where they, they work and they get to a certain level. Maybe, maybe they're younger and they have a goal in their life. Go, well, I want to do this, that I want to achieve this level of success. And then life gets in the way, things get hard, and they learn to settle because they lie to themselves. And they say, they say, okay, this is good enough. I don't need that. I'm okay with this. That is a lie. You can never, you can never be happy with getting what you, you know, uh, settling for something when you always there's something else out there. It's always going to be back in the back of your mind asking, what if, what, what if I'd have done this? What if I would have done that? So you need to figure out a way to get what you want. While again, focusing you think they on relationships. Out of fear? I think so. I think a lot of times, I think a lot of times, um, uh, people people will stop writing their story because something happens and they're and they're scared of, of of failing, right? I think I think the fear of failure, the fear of hey, this is too risky. I don't want to do this. Um, I think stops a lot of people. I know personally, my wife and I, we've moved. We're not in the military, but we've moved for jobs cross country three separate times. And each time had to reinvent ourselves, and it's really scary, especially leaving somewhere where your family's at and your friends are at to somewhere that they're not. And you're there by yourself, and you drop in the middle of this big city, you know absolutely nothing, right? But I think some people, that you would let that fear would stop them from making that change because they feel, oh, I can't do that. What if I fail and I lose what I've already gotten, right? And, and, and it's that that is preventing most people, that fear of losing what you've already gotten is what fears people from reaching out and grabbing the next rung on that ladder and pulling themselves up. Well, I, it, I can actually see the fear of success having the same effect because, like, I know I've suffered from the fear of actually accomplishing the thing I want to do. And it wasn't the fear of success. It was the fear of what happens after I succeed and then I have to maintain that level. And I would fear that I would fail there after I, you know, after the success. 
So the fear of, of, of failure and the fear of success is pretty much to me the same fear, at least in my life. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. Some people, that, yeah, think about that way. People are scared of reaching for, uh, people are scared of reaching the stars because they feel it might burn them. Yeah, so, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, so stop doing it. I mean, right? I mean, I think I think if people people believe that lie, it prevents them from being truly happy in life, from achieving that joy that you were talking about. Right. And I'll tell you what, one of the things you remember you you when you said you you talked about having to move cross country for job changes. I think one of the things that helped is that you did maintain that relationship leg with your family to where when you did pick up and go somewhere else, you had that support. That's one of the reasons that that is that is why you emphasize relationships like that, because it gives you that ability. Absolutely. To take your love and your joy with you. Absolutely. Right. Take your love and joy on the road. Right. (laughs) Right. <laughs> That's kind of funny considering what you've been planning lately. <laughs> right, right, right. So one thing to remember too about this whole this whole entire thing um, is 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 you got to remember that your potential is more than your current self. I mean, a lot of times, you know, you got to remember that we all are a work in progress. You need to stop comparing yourself to somebody who's further along in their journey than you are. I think. I think as people, we tend to do this a lot. We go, okay, well, I don't have it in me to get what I want because I'm not smart enough. I'm not good looking enough. I don't talk fast enough, which I have a sign here in front of me that says slow down. I don't have a glorious red beard. (laughs) Right, yeah, which I do, which I found out (laughs) uh, with a gray gray in it. But yes, so so you have to understand that you are more than the sum of your current self. You have to add who you currently are to your potential because your potential is huge, right? Right. Don't believe the lie that you aren't enough because that's just a lie that you tell yourself because it's easier to give to say, okay, well, I'm not good enough to get what I want. And that's just a way to let yourself off the hook when all you need to do is maybe learn a little bit more. There's you have the Internet is full of stuff. There's so many videos and podcasts, blogs, books There's so many amazing things out there. You can hear stories of people. You can see what they've done. So. Never settle for the fear being reality because it isn't. The fear that you're seeing when you get close to it, right? I think about perspective, right? You like, you know, you've been, you've seen those pictures where someone is like, you know, standing you know, a, a distance between a Statue of Liberty and they look bigger or like they're holding up the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's yeah. all about perspective, right? It looks tiny from a distance, but when, you know, when you get up to it, it's huge. But it's the opposite in your mind. Things look huge, but once you get right up to it, you go, oh. That mountain really is just a molehill, and then you just step right on over it. So, yeah, you have to right. challenge your own assumptions. Absolutely. So, um, so understand that you're a work in progress, and stop looking at somebody else and saying, "Hey, look at them. I could never do that." All it means is that they're just further along their journey. They're getting closer to their potential than you are at this moment. All you need to do is start on your journey today and compare yourself to the you yesterday, not to someone else who is. Who, who, who is ahead of you? That's not what's important. Look at the man in the mirror and make a change, right? And I'm not, I'm not going to start singing it because everyone will start, stop listening. <laughs> okay, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, which, 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 which kind of brings us to, to, to the next part, which is plan, right? It's important to set goals. And we're going to have whole episodes that we get into goal planning, right? Oh, that's um, my favorite. <laughs> right, right. We're, we're, we're going to get into that. But I think what's important when you set goals is to know your next three moves, right? Because you got to understand that A leads to B, but also leads to C to D and to P, right? So you got to understand 
that I'm not only doing what I'm doing now to get to B, you got to see where B is on the grander scale of things. And this is why it's important that when you're setting goals that you want to achieve, that you're also setting, you know, um, milestones. Okay, this is the direction I want to go. So that way you can look around and go, okay, is this where I want to be? Because I have seen it. I have seen people go spend tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars on school to get a degree. And then they realize that, oh, crap, this is not what I want to do with the rest of my life. And they oh, go off I've and do something. I've seen that too. Right. So, so it's important, you know, that you, that you kind of look around on your way, your goal and go, okay, well, let's, 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 let's plan this out a little bit. Where, where does this lead to? You got to start thinking elastically, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So elastic thinking is one of those things where you, you start looking at things multiple different ways, not just, not just, not just linearly, right? Linear. Um, You're actually looking at it and seeing how things connect together and really look into the future, go, okay, I want to reach this goal monetary. I know I have to work. I probably got to put it 80 hours a week. Well, how is that going to affect your relationships? How is that going to affect your health? How is that going to affect leaning back in the spirituality? chair? Right. Absolutely. So stay flat in your chair when you're making your plans, when you're setting your goals, right? And again, we're going to talk more about uh, goal setting um, um, in the future, but it's one of those things that I really, really want you to focus on. So, um, also is, you know, protect yourself from burnout by focusing on your spirituality, your relationships, your mental and your physical health. So when you're focused so hard on setting goals and reaching your goals for your money, take a moment, stop, be more mindful of your relationships, be more mindful of your health and your spirituality, or you're going to burn out. Eventually, we all burn out. You can hear about these high achievers. You hear them, oh, I'm working 90, 120 hours a week. You hear this, right? But then you got to start thinking, okay, well, what is that doing to their relationships, right? What is that doing to their health? What is that doing to their spirituality? I mean, do they really have joy in life? Well, you probably argue, well, my work is my joy. But what about all those other things in your life that are important that maybe aren't your focus, but they should be? Um, they add layers to the whole monetary effort. Absolutely. Right. Because you might you might learn that you don't need to make, you know, a quarter million dollars a year. You might find out that you're you know, that you're living a lifestyle. You know, you're able to downsize because you realize, hey, I don't need that, you know, six thousand square foot home. I don't need to you know, I don't need to drive, you know, that Porsche. You might learn, you know what, that doesn't bring me joy. So you need to find out what brings you joy. Well, and that's you know, exactly what spirituality has done for me, because I'll tell you, uh, if it weren't for spirituality, I wouldn't even enjoy my work. Because because of the of the spiritual aspect, uh, the monetary pursuit for me is not about money. It's about the commitment. And so I, I'm able to get up and do what I want to do, knowing that I'm making the world a better place. And, and it's and yes, the money comes from it. But at the end of the day, I'm satisfied with the contribution I make, not with the contribution to the bank account. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Um, and I want to say all this too, just, just as, as a, um, as, as a caveat to what he said, all the stuff we're talking about doesn't mean you can't make a million, $2 million a year. We're just talking about taking a balanced approach to making that millions and millions of dollars a year. Cause you have to oh, remember, please, yeah, definitely go out and make that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right. Go for it. And we're going to, you know what, we're going to talk a lot about that. Actually, we're going to, we're going to have conversations about it. We're going to talk about, you know, commitment. We're going to talk about goal planning, setting goals, obtaining goals all of that stuff. Um, so 
Uh, I know we're getting kind of close to the time that uh, T and I had, had figured that we're going to do for this podcast. Um, again, we don't really, or this episode rather, um, w- you know, again, we're trying to kind of figure out, you know, the whole layout of the way this is going to go uh, going forward. But again, we wanted to focus on, hey, this, let everybody know, uh, this is more like our pilot episode, right? So you kind of know what everything is about and what we're going to discuss um, and the directions that we're going to go um, and yeah. how... Uh, how it's going to be like, for instance, I, I me, David and, and Johnson, I spoke more during this episode, but there'll be future episodes where T is going to take the lead um, in some episodes. And there'll probably be, be, be some where maybe I don't say anything and he does all the talking or, or the other other way around. Um, may have some guests down the road, whatever, whatever it's going to be. Oh, we are um, definitely going to have some guests down the road. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That. Well, hey, before before we sign off, I do. I, I am interested in one thing as I was going over this. I. The inter the interconnectivity of these four areas it really amazes me because I'm 55 years old and I've been I've been growing steadily for uh, I know consciously for two decades I get up every day I train I go through certain routines I write journals I write blog posts I've done radio shows and only now at 55 years old can I look at this uh, outline that we have on relationships, health, spirituality, and monetary, and start to sense the deep interrelationship among them, how one impacts the other, how one makes the other possible, how one makes the other better. It's really, really important. And I do look forward to talking about that more in the future. That is the interconnectivity of these four things. It reminds me of, uh, uh, there was a guy, what was his name? Paul J. Meyer. Years ago, he was an insurance sales guy, uh, did a motivational program. And one of the things he talked about, he used a wheel, uh, a wheel of success. And I think it had like maybe six to eight areas. And, and it would show how the wheel was perfectly round until you neglected one of those areas. And then you'd get a flat spot. And, and the wheel couldn't roll very well. And the more flat spots you have, the, the, the more messed up your journey through life would be. And his, his whole philosophy was you have to understand the interconnectivity of these things and inflate where there's a flat. And I like the way you're doing this. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So like the approach, the approach is very similar. Um, and that's very well said. So I, I think we're going to end it kind of on what T uh, um, uh, summarized this whole this whole thing is is they all are interconnected together one does impact the other and so this is why it's important that you are that you are living a balanced life so that you can balance success and work towards creating your best self so there is the end of episode one uh we sincerely hope that you enjoyed it um uh, subscribe you know we'll, we'll put a page up now it's funny as we're recording this i have not put a page up it's one of those things that we're going to talk about talk we're going to talk about doing instead of just planning and never getting things done this is exactly (laughs) what he and i have done